Good afternoon, everyone. We're going to start with Jack from BBC Radio Leeds. Jack. Hi, Darren. Good to speak to you again. Um, I'll just start by quickly reflecting on, on the Man City game. Um, I know you said afterwards, obviously a disappointing result, but a good exercise um, in all. How do you reflect on that a few days later now? Yeah, no, it, we reflect on it as, um, you know, going up against um, currently now the best team that we feel uh, in the world in terms of how they go about their business. Um, both aspects in terms of when they're on the ball in possession and, and sort of out of possession. Um, so there's lots of things for us to learn from playing against what we deem the elite Um but there's no, we didn't feel it was any disgrace in terms of our performance, in terms of how we went about the game and the way we set our stall out very early in the game. Um, but Manchester City being Manchester City um, in the position that they are, showcase against us as they do with, with teams at the level in the Premier League, just what an, um, an excellent team they are. And, and they really, really are. And as I said to us, we went to the Etihad with a game plan. Um, and once you go a goal down, we felt the second goal was a real disturbing factor in it, really, because, you know, 2 nil at half-time, you, you're trying to hold your own for the first 10 or 15 minutes and then sort of make headway in the game. And then we, once you get the third goal down, the game's starting to edge away from you, really. And, you know, the, the, the array of talent that can bring off the bench, which you saw, um, made, the, made the task that much more harder for us. But in terms of it, really, honestly, Jack, it was a wonderful learning experience for us. And, and for the players, um, um, you, you know, we sort of asked the question, what did you learn from the game on Monday? I mean, I won't reveal what some of the, the, the answers, what some of the players give me back, but it was quite refreshing and rewarding to see from a learning perspective, could only have done the players uh, more good than harm. So hopefully they can, um, they can bottle it and uh, take it forward for the second half of the season. Just on that, how have the players been um, in the past week? How have they responded? As you said there, you know, it sounds like a lot of them have taken the positives because you know, certain managers would have to, to sort of pick players up regardless of the performance after a result like that. How, how have they responded? I, despite it, I think the players quite enjoyed the level of game and the performance of the game and the game playing at a, a level where they have to play uh, at their very optimal best, really. Uh, in terms of so there was a learning aspect from that there's a learning aspect that being in the arena and going up against that caliber of player whether they're world class or an international player they're, they're at the very very highest level so you're going up against somebody that in your specific position is deemed the very very best and what does the very very best look like and how does it feel like to play against them so sometimes you can talk about it jack but when you actually physically see it and feel it uh, all the talking that you, you're trying to um, sort of express on the on the boys, they're getting in reality. So it clearly shows that, you know, in terms of where we are as a group, it shows that if you want to get to the very, very top and be the, amongst the elite, the work that's needed on a daily basis. And I think that's a massive um, learning um, um, curve for the boys. And I think they've taken that from the game. And as I said, which I've alluded to, the squad's such an honest group that the, um, when they're coming back on the team bus, the conversations, what they're having amongst each other is good. The conversations that they're having in the week is good. I've seen it from a, from a training perspective. It's not dampening them at all. Uh, we feel that certainly over the last four or five, probably six games, the performances have been good. They've been better. Uh, they've been heading towards the right way. And what we've just wanted to do on the back of those performances 
is see the results follow and we feel that we're not far away from that. So we have to continue performing. Um, as I said at Manchester City last week, when you look back at the performance, it wasn't a performance to feel um, disgrace in any um, way, means or forms. It was just a, a performance that we gave, what we did, but it just wasn't good enough on the day. It was a first chance as well to see um, Alex and Boyan um, in your squad. Uh, what did you make to, to their performances? If I break them down individually, starting with Alex, we saw him with the, the appetite, the energy, uh, the focus, um, wonderful smile on his face as he goes about his business, uh, disrupting play, but also a real um, gives the midfield um, room a real different dynamic in terms of the power that he brings in terms of there and and um, and the way he distributes the ball and, and gets up the pitch and supports the attacking roles of parts of the pitch. So that was good for Alex. Uh, uh, Bojan, we see his hold-up play, link-up play, uh, his intelligence to link with other teammates. But also the big thing for him was him playing in the middle of the park and down the middle of the pitch, which we feel we've got somebody there that um, if we can get the ball in the right areas, we feel that you know he'll, he's in the position where he can potentially get us those goals. It were two really first really good first impressions. Does it excite you as a coach when you see players in their first games? Um, you, know, you look at Boyan, who, who only been there a couple of days, um, doing that and on, on their debuts and, and getting rave reviews as well from fans. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's great to hear that the, the, the reviews, if the fans are giving him um, those, and because I suppose the, the Huddersfield Town fans have seen us from the start of the season and probably see what the team's lacking and missing. So when they see those um, qualities display in a brief moment, um, it sort of wets the lips of everybody in terms of what they can see going forward and hopefully can see why we've brought him to the football club. Alex as well. Um, and I don't want to uh, us not forget as well the impact that Brody played as well, really, us getting him back from, from Motherwell. I, I was quite encouraged by what I saw in Brody as well, really. Um, and he's almost been like, and he's like, a, for me per personally, like a new signing. But um, yeah, we've seen enough of him in terms of getting him back down and, and seeing him as a welcome addition to the squad. So so all three of them played their parts and, and hopefully the town fans would have seen what the three players can bring us. On the subject of, of new signings, Darren, and I know it's a topic that you've been asked about and will no doubt be asked about a lot before the end of January. Um, we had Kevin Nagel in here on BBC Radio Leeds a couple of nights ago um, and he put um, a number of, of three new players uh, in before the end of January, three more additions, which would take you, your total to six, um, if you're including Brody Spencer as well. Um, have you got a similar number in mind as to, to how many you want to bring in before the end of January? No, I've not, I've not gotten a, a particular number in my head, but I've always alluded to that, that first and foremost, it's great to have the chairman here with us. Um, I'm really, really pleased to have him here, to have that daily contact with him. Um, it's been really special. It's great that he's here at this really important time of the season. And he's illustrating to everybody his desire for the football club, his ambition for the football club, which again, I've always alluded to, um, and he's leading from the front. What I'm going to say to you as a manager is that you know that we've expressed uh, an activity in the transfer window. Uh, that's not changed. Um, as to what numbers we're going to bring in, I'll never say that because I have to illustrate again with the excitement that's building out there is that 
the January window is a, a real difficult window um, to do transfers. It really, really is because there's so many different um, components with it that can go for or against you in a January window. And I'm at a, a level head and experience to stay neutral on it, but really work extremely hard with our chairman, with the team that we've got here in trying to improve that if it's possible to do so. And the only time we're looking to do it is if we feel that it's going to improve um, Huddersfield Town going forward. Um, up until then, we'll continue to work extremely hard, but it's great to hear the chairman say that. And um, and as I said, I'll express that it's great to have Mia with us. I appreciate there's only so much you can tell us about the transfers, Darren. Is there anything in the pipeline, anything even, even sort of close? Uh, uh, I'm going to be honest, Jack, there's always things in the pipeline because it's the transfer window, so I'm going to be honest and say that. Um, how close they are, honestly, Jack, it could be so close, but yet so far. It really is, and, and, and I'm really sorry to be in this manner, but it really is because I have to be honest because you know I've got all the fans listening in to me and, and I like to be honest because working in the football club, they want to know what the, 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 what's happening at their football club um, and what I am expressing to the supporters is, and to everybody connected is, we are working extremely hard. Um, and I could be saying this, and what I will say to the fans is 24 hours is a long time in football in terms of getting it. So we'll continue to work extremely hard and we'll see where that takes us. We appreciate your honesty, Darren. Um, just you, you mentioned Kevin Nagel there, having him over um, at the moment. How many conversations have you had with him? You know, not just about um, about transfers, but sort of generally about the direction um, of the club moving forward. Yeah, even yesterday we was together. Just yesterday, um, we had a real good chat again yesterday um, in terms of you know the club and moving the club forward. And, and as I said, you know he's leading from the front, but he's led from the front from the first moment I spoke to him and the first moment I met him and he has not changed um, his approach and his focus on, on the football club and, and um, I'm energised by him, I love, I love his energy, I love his focus, I love his determination and, and we're just trying to work from that and, and that's somebody at the very, very top who's you know, the chairman, the owner of the football club. Um, and long may that continue, but he's but he's energising me, he's energising the staff with his approach and he feels really part of it in coming over here now and, and being real hands-on, so really appreciative with him being here. When he was with us um, a couple of days ago, I don't imagine you need any reassurance, Darren, but he said you are um, his man in terms of the managerial role. Like I said, I don't imagine you need the reassurance, but how good is it to, to hear that from the, the person in charge? Yeah, it is um, really uh, rewarding and and refreshing to hear that. But he said that from day one, um, and you know we continue to work extremely hard, and uh, it's really good for me to know that the, the chairman's really supportive in what we're doing, and that's why I've, I've expressed that to to everybody, the supporters, everybody that we are constantly been in in contact and conversation right from day one. All what's just happened now is. Um, the chairman's here on our, on our doorstep, so those conversations are, are on a daily basis, in a in a in a physical um, sense, in talk, getting in the room and talking, uh, and keeping our lines completely open. But the lines, Jack, have been open from from the time I've arrived here, 
it, there's not a week that goes by that we don't speak. Um, now we're speaking on a daily basis because he's here uh, at the football club. So we'll continue to, to talk. We'll continue to express our uh, feelings to one another and keep working together uh, for the direction of the football club. Um, I'm fully aware that you know the position that we're in, with, you know the process for this football club to move forward is ongoing and will continue to be ongoing. Just looking ahead to Plymouth, um, it's obviously an interesting time for them. New manager um, at the helm in, in Ian Foster. Have you come across him before, Darren, in, in your career? Yeah, um, probably briefly a couple of times. Um, probably more at youth team level um, when we uh, probably starting out in my career in that, you know. And um, yeah, Ian's had a, had a wonderful career. You know, uh, we see the work that he's done with our uh, younger age group with the England setup. Credit to him, um, and in terms of where his career took him, in terms of the experience that he's had, and to get the role um, at Plymouth to come and manage it in the Championship is credit to him and his um, sort of coaching and managerial background. So, you know, and we both uh, lockheads tomorrow. We go head to head, and you know, credit to him and his his career that he's had. But again, you know, I'll just focus our attention for me and on uh, Huddersfield Town and um, keeping the focus with here within the squad and the football club. Injury-wise, you expecting anyone back? I think Jonathan Hogg probably being the biggest one. Yeah, we, we um, injuries to report on is obviously Hoggy's back in, been training. Uh, we've been nice, great to have the skipper back in training in and around the group. Um, we've certainly missed him. Um, so to have him back in the group's great. Um, we know about Dell and we know about Jaheim, um, their situations. Um, just trying to think who else now in 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 the group we've um, Kyle, uh, Kyle Hudlins he suffered a, um, a little bit of a concussion in the um, in the in we had a, we had a, we had an in-house game um, against Manchester City uh, the day after we played him in the cup suffered a little slight uh, injury in that one and um, and yeah after today and I know he's been on online and that you know we've just got to um, give. Uh, Bowie and a, a fitness test tomorrow because um, after training today just had a little little issue today in training so we'll give him a fitness test tomorrow and, and just to make sure that he's okay and the other one I had um, written down David Kasumu and David Kasumu he's trained as well yeah Cass and um, he's come through as well so bearing no adverse reactions tomorrow then uh, we'll see um, Cass as well just finally for me Darren um Tomorrow's game sort of the start of what a lot of Huddersfield Town fans are, are calling a, a big sort of four weeks. It's obviously Plymouth, Blackburn, QPR and Sheffield Wednesday. All teams sort of in and around um, where you are at the moment. How big an opportunity do you see the next few weeks um, as to, to put some distance between yourselves and the bottom three and also uh, put some of those rivals into to sort of more precarious positions? Yeah, and, and yeah, I can see the fans sort of looking at the month of January um, as a as a big month, and it is, and all the games, Jack, are really important games. I've always illustrated, no matter who we're playing, top or middle or bottom, they're all games that we're looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Plymouth. Why? Because they're the next opponents. I've always spoke about the club looking upwards instead of behind us, and they're ahead of us. A um, couple of league positions up ahead of us, so they're the ones that we want to catch. They're the ones that we want to want to pull towards us and us reach towards them really. So that's the game that I'm focusing on. Whilst I can understand, you can look at the whole month of January, 
uh, and the games will come in their appointed time but for me it's all about the game t um, tomorrow and just focusing on that one so that's the one what I'm looking towards and that's the one that we're looking forward to tomorrow being at home in front of our home fans um, and looking at contesting that game and, and being continue to be the, the best version of ourselves in terms of what we've been shown over recent weeks you know I've echoed to the players to continue to improve on that um, and to not match it, but to go and prove on it, really, and that's that's where we're at. Thanks, Darren. Best luck tomorrow. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, Jack. Thanks, Jack. We're going to come in the room next to Stephen from the Hi, Darren. You mentioned uh, Dell and Jaheem. Are they both still expected to be out for, for a while? Yeah, Dell and Jaheem are, are out for a while, um, so they're with the, with the medical team. So, um, disappointed to lose them. Um, Steve certainly on our left hand side the pitch so we're really disappointed because both players I felt at the time would just turn the corner in their performances and was giving the team a real lev level really so to lose them both um, for that sustained, sustained period is um, I'm disappointed but it's the game yeah, I mean, you have brought new players in, though, and you know, if, if you get cast back, if if Bojan gets through, do you feel you're going to have more ability to get through ninety minutes and have more options from the bench? Yeah, providing I felt we providing losing them because obviously we've lost Dell, Jaheem, and um, and Yuta. Yeah, people we forget about Yuta's gone today. So when you look at that left hand side of the team. To lose them three at the time, um, is, is, I'm not going to say I'm happy about it because I'm not, but it is what it is, and it's another case that it's another hurdle that we faced all season. We'll, we'll overcome this one and step over this hurdle and move forward. And we've got other people that can deputise in that position, in those positions. Yeah, I guess if you're looking at like for like there, then Ben Jackson and and Josh Groma particularly stand out. Do, do you feel they have more contribution to give to this side? Yeah, and they've always had that. And we've seen, you know, in, in, in moments, especially with Jacko, in his performances before he got injured, how good and consistent he was playing. So to have him back, um, he's another addition to get back at the right time. Um, and certainly with Josh Caroma, we know the, the effect that Josh can have on the team in that attacking sense. So, so them two um, certainly play a, a pivotal part in that. Yeah, I think Josh has, has had chances the past few games that's just not quite gone for him. You know, he's, he's hit the bar a couple of times, I think. Is it, for him, is it perhaps a matter of once that first one goes in, hopefully the floodgates then, then open for him? I would say so, Steve. I mean, he's been the one that, I said to Josh, I said, Josh, the mere fact that you're getting in there and getting the chances, that's the hard bit. Um you'll put the ball in the back of the net when they do come because when they keep going you you will score um, so it's not to really be too hard on themselves because the hard bit he's doing which is getting the, the, the opportunities um, and he'll continue getting the opportunities and, and like I said if he if he gets one we feel that you know that'll settle him down and you know the goals will come um, but the but the the main thing is, is he consistently keeps getting in there and, and uh, with the ability that he's got um, he'll find himself in there so uh, I said be ready for the next one When we reviewed sort of the stats from the past six league games obviously can't, a lot of what you learned from Man City won't really apply in the, the championship but when you look at the last five or six league games there, there have been signs of a change of style you know we've seen the team spending more time on the ball um, passing it better creating 
more chances? Do you feel like things are starting to move in the right direction now, stylistically, even if the results aren't quite there yet? I, I definitely feel that, Steve, because you know I'm a very firm believer that in order to get a result, then the performance has to go a long way towards that. What we're seeing is certainly the performance are heading in the right direction. Yes, there has been a little bit of a system change and a team change and personnel change to enhance that. Um, and all that goes uh, hand in hand with trying to win games. Um, so possession stats, goal attempts, chances in the opposition half, um, free kicks, corners, all those things are heading in the right direction, which are all stats and figures that you need in order to win a game. And what we've, we we consistently work on is, is making those areas of the of our game better, and then we need to consistently improve on it. Um, and that's what we'll, what we'll consistently do. And in the month of January, when you've got a one-game week, you're able to um, work that in sessions and, and, and really get some real good sessions into the players um, in order for them to produce that and when, when asked to play for the club against opposition. I think there was an acknowledgement against Middlesbrough that you'd been quite unlucky to lose that game after a pretty good performance. Last couple of games, obviously not ones you would have expected to win, uh, respectfully. Do, do you feel like now it's time for those performances? It's it's really important to turn those performances into results now in what is, again, with respect to the opposition, a, a more winnable run of games. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we fully respect all opposition that we play against. But for me, Steve, I've had a real selfish approach in just looking at my team, which mm. is Huddersfield Town, and making sure that the players are got a mindset and mentality to go and go out and give that right performance and the desire to put in that right performance. And certainly what I've seen from us from a group of players is heading in that right direction. We push them again to continue. We need more. Um because we want it, we're in the business to go and win games. So, you know, the next game coming up, uh, we see that as the next opportunity because it's the next game. And, and that's how we've always gone and approached it. So certainly this um, next group of games in the month of January, starting with tomorrow, we're just focusing on tomorrow, making sure that um, Huddersfield Town is giving the best accountable accounts of themselves in terms of the performance. Um, I'm really big on the performance and the players know that in terms of the performance because we speak about that week in, week out in here because um, you have to be ready to perform when asked to perform and that's what the players have been. It's a large part of the game in terms of what I've been discussing with the players from a, a mental point of view uh, going forward and what I've seen over the last four or five weeks is that approach which has been good. Plymouth are a very high score inside. They also concede quite a lot of goals. Is this quite a, a, a good test in a way for the players to see if, particularly with the new arrivals and the the improvement in some of the aspects of the performance to see if they're now ready to to go toe to toe with a team like Plymouth. Yeah, and 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 we we've got more understanding from where we've been at as a as a team as well really and 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 coming up against teams like this so um the players are well rehearsed in in terms of who's coming into town and the strengths what they pose and the weaknesses that they pose it's it's no different to any game that we've that we've prepared for and it's another game that, you know, good opposition coming into town. Um, we know we'll have to be at our level best if we to come out with the right type of result. So therefore, we've got to be ready for it. We've trained this week. Um, and the game last week we've put behind us now and very much focusing on the game tomorrow. We were talking to Boyan just now about 
that relationship with, with Sorba Thomas seems to be, you know, that's going to be hugely important for you this second half of the season. Is that sort of one of your focuses on the training pitch, making sure that partnership, you're getting the absolute most out of it? Yeah, and they complement each other really, really well. Um, Bojan with, um, you know, he's, he's very, he's, I mean, he's very intelligent in his movement and his play in, in receiving, um, but also when he receives and that, his ability to bring others into play. And he and that we saw a little cameo with him and Sorba in terms of what Sorba can bring with us um, and how he, with his um, skill sets and attributes, how we can hurt opposition defences really. So looking at the style of play, both players, I would say they complement each other really, really well in terms of um, how they go about their game. And what you're looking at is them understanding each other now. Is that real? You know, sometimes there's this combination play and as they work, the longer they work together, the more understanding they'll get. And we know where Sorb has been all season in his consistency and he needs to keep that going because that will um, help uh, Bojan when settle down and and uh, give the, again with them two it gives the team a complete different new look. That's all for me. Best of luck. Cheers, Steve. Thanks, Stephen. Stuart from the Oxford Post. Thanks for your patience. Hi, Darren. How are you doing? Hello, Stu. Yeah, good. Thanks. Good. Um, the nature of the championship, it seems like very regularly you're coming up against a manager who's new in his job. And I know you're, as you always say, your primary focus is on Huddersfield Town. But does that mean the players have to be able to think a bit more on their feet uh, because you're not 100% sure what you might be coming up against? Yeah, and, and that's a, a great question because it's his first game. Um, he's had a week to work. He can do whatever he decides. He's a new manager in there, so he can bring whatever... He wants to bring to the game tomorrow um, and that's why when we've been a new uh, manager in and coming up against the team you have to have a, 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 a wide sense really in terms of how the game um, can be played and what you have to just do is prepare your players as best as you possibly can but in truth and reality it's on the, it's tomorrow um, at three o'clock and, and the boys being ready and that's why my focus has been about Huddersfield Town and preparing us and making sure that in the performances that we've shown in the league before the Cup, that we showed an improvement in our performances and we felt we were probably a whisker away from one or two more positive results. It's important that we remember that and what gave us the leverage for those performances and the mindset and making sure that it's not the same performance that we're building on top of those performances and improving even more. And I think that's what we've been really uh, uh, emphasising on certainly over this week. And I mean, you mentioned to Jack that one of the first things you did after the Man City game was to ask them what they learned. Is that kind of a, an important way, part of the way you coach? That it's not just about you coaching to them. It's a it's a two way conversation. Yeah, of course. And and that's just that, that was me to the boys. I I just said what a, what a better way to ask them and get them to think and and get them to to feel and express to the group individually and collectively as a whole because what a certain player may have felt in the, on, the, on that day, he could express it to the group and the group can learn from it because they were the ones that crossed the white line, they were the ones that felt it, they were the ones that was in, in the arena uh, and up against that elite. So what things did they learn? Um, what things when they spoke to their, um, their, their counterparts did they express to each one another uh, in terms of that? And I think that for me she was, a, was a wonderful learning. So part of the my managerial and coaching experience was to, to grab that opportunity as a learning from a group of players 
um, and we took the opportunity to learn from it. So it was quite good, some of the things what they expressed back to us as a group on, on Monday when we was evaluating the game. Um, so it was wonderful really to, to hear and see, but wonderful because now they know what it takes to apply themselves in that manner um, if they really want to get to the top of the ladder and the top of the tree in their game. So I thought it was good, good, a good experience for them all. And in terms of you learning from experience, this group of Huddersfield players has played that group of Plymouth players already this season, but obviously you weren't there and Ian Foster wasn't there. So how much how much use has, has looking back on that on that video been for you? It's, it's not going to be any real use, Stu, because we're a completely different team then and I would Plymouth are going to be a completely different team. So it's almost like we, you can't really look back at that game, really. You might look back at individuals that played in the game, but certainly what's been asked of the individuals is completely different from them. So I don't think you can really harbour too much looking back at that game. Um, as I said, both managers weren't even there at the time when both teams went head-to-head -head earlier in the season. So, um, yeah, we won't look back much back at that game. It's just what we've been doing, looking forward and be build, building on what we've been doing, certainly over the last few weeks. And obviously, um, you brought Boyan to this club because he's got different qualities to the to the strikers you've already got. So, how much will that change the way you play, whether he's on the field or as to whether he's on the field or not on Saturday? Stuart allows us to change again. Uh, we can. We the, the, he allows me to do a couple more different things that. Um, that we'd I'd have probably wanted to do, but weren't able to do. So um, when he's when he's fit and playing, or when I'm asked to play, um, it gives us options to do different things and uh, to play um, different players in different roles that may suit best uh, for them and for him. Um, that I think is really really important. I really do think it's important, but I think it's his game and what he can bring us in terms of going forward. I think that's the, the the big thing that is very different to what we've got in the building. And we feel it's somebody that I spoke to you again about his all-round plays, very good. But also somebody that you've seen a little cameo of, of him that fashion a half chance at Man City that the keepers pulled off a save that, you know, in that small cameo role, he's managed to fashion a chance for himself against the very, very best um, in the world of football today. So we hope if he carries on along that same form that he's shown that it's just giving everybody a, a little bit of excitement, then um, it can only do well for us and for the football club going forward. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that fares over the, over the, the weeks and months ahead. So do, do, the, do the players, um, when they get into wide positions now, just have to be a bit more conscious of the delivery, maybe more crosses, fewer pullbacks, that sort of thing? Will it, will it just sort of tweak the details of your game do you think yeah that's another one that you've expressed that it does allow us to um, put the ball in the box um, from an aerial point of view or certain ways we can deliver from certain angles of the pitch that we probably maybe wouldn't have delivered before um, because of the personnel that we had in there so that's probably a different aspect that we can do and allows us to do um, so that's certainly another part and dimension to the team that and we certainly feel that we can have in terms of going forward because of the player that he is. And, and just, you know, just talking about the, the, the type of player that Alex is, we saw him play as the most defensive midfielder at City, but because of the way he plays the game, do you think him and Hoggy will be a good combination together because of the different qualities they have? 
Yeah, and he, he again has been somebody that we've identified in terms of the group and the team where we're at and the role that he can play. Again, you saw last week how he's just come in and it was just, um, it, was a, it was almost like smooth transition for him really in terms of what he can bring, but not just what he can bring, in terms of how he's improved the squad, in terms of what we saw from him in his role that he played. Um, we played him for like sort of 60 minutes last week because you, you have to appreciate he's not played much football in the first part of the season. So we don't want him to come in and, and break him uh, by overdoing his minutes too quick, too soon. So we've 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 gradually brought him in. But um, yeah, I was really pleased with his performance. I do think his combination with whether he's playing with Kasumu, um, Radoni, Wiles, um, Hoggy, the type of player he is, whether you look at him in an offensive or defensive role, I think he'll complement whoever he plays within there because he's, again, the type of player that he's in. He's got both assets to his game where he can be defensive-minded or he can be attack-minded. So, again, we've recruited in a player that we feel in both aspects of the game is equally as strong. And you, you've talked already about what Kevin Nagel and, and his presence here has done for you and continues to do for you. Um, obviously, he's... He's new to English football, he's new to the January transfer window. Is there an element of, whilst he's helping you, you're teaching him a bit about um, about the, you know, the vagaries of, of, of a January in England? Yeah, and, and just to be honest again, Stuart, we, we, we spoke yesterday and um, we spoke about some of the, 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 the opportunities that we have in maybe helping to better the squad and I spoke about in more detail that I couldn't express here to him the problems that we've had. So I took him through a couple of the, the case scenarios and broke it down. So when he was asking me about this, what's happening here, what's happening here, what's happening here, I was able to break that down to him in detail. Um, so that hopefully sort of gave the chairman an insight into what the January window's like. And I said to him, we're still very early in the window and there's probably more different scenarios to come but I gave him an example um, and um, he saw from his point of angle how this window can be whereas I sit quite neutral um, and uh, we want the excitement and we want the determination and the drive which is excellent and I love that and we're with him with him or every step of the way um, and some cases it's nothing to do with Huddersfield Town some cases Stuart you know it's to do with others and on these occasions it's nothing to do with Huddersfield Town I can assure you so it's other um, hindrances in the in the in the deal which I expressed to him which he saw at first hand so it just gives him an insight into it but as you heard from yesterday it's not dampened his approach by any stretch or any means um, and he'll be determined and keep pushing us all the way really to, to, to try and see things improve at the football club which is what we want. And whilst you always have to manage expectations with us, with the fans, with with, with the chairman, perhaps is it is it nice to just have that that excitement around the place of uh, and that energy of, of somebody who's really, you know, looking to get stuck into a transfer window? Yeah, it is, and and the responsibility I have is um, obviously it's driven by by the chairman, which I'm with it 100% of the way, 
and also it's a responsibility for the supporters as well really um, and I speak here openly to the, all the supporters that were working extremely hard and I know the excitement is there and um, there's nobody more better put in this position that want to bring that excitement more than me in terms of it because I know the excitement it can bring and I know the excitement it's going to bring around the January window which it does create that but you have to um, sort of channel that excitement which is my job but also keep the focus which is on the, the, the games with the, 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 the fixtures what are coming we have got a wonderful team a recruitment team there that's that's picking up the pieces and, and, and continuing to sh and showcase the way and I've got complete trust in them we're all working together but also at the same time I've got to keep a focus on the game um, and keep focus on the game which we are really looking forward to um, Plymouth to, tomorrow so hopefully it's given the, the supporters and everybody listening in a slight insight into what can consist in the January window if you didn't know it already. But we, that won't dampen us and we'll continue to work extremely hard.